Hello, EKN Nation. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole for a new edition of This Week in Carding. Uh, welcome to the EKN Radio Network or any of the EKN podcast platforms. Episode 33 of the of This Week in Carding, April 28th, 2021. Of course, uh, these editions of, the, of these particular podcasts kind of bring in all the major news that's hit the EKN homepage over the last couple of weeks. Uh, get a lot of feedback from people from EKN Nation using these podcasts on the way to work, on the way home. Great way to download them to your mobile device and stream them through the car uh, while you're heading back home, or or maybe maybe just when you're working on the cart in the sh- in the shop, getting ready for the next race, bring you up to speed on everything that's happening in the sport. Uh, today's edition of this week in karting presented by Amax Racing. Amax Racing and their operation is focused on driver development for carters of all ages, from top level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals. AMAX Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, AMAX Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on the top of the podium. AMAX Racing, all of your karting needs under one tent. Well, David, another edition of this month, in, I mean, this week in karting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we might just want to change the name. Uh, We're not going to change the name. I've already talked about it with people that are, you know, yeah. that have tuned in and they love, they love what we do. They love the name. It's sticking that way. It's sticking. You know, and, and again, we'll, we'll say it again. We just sometimes don't have the time uh, or, or the news yeah, to, to have a show. Um, you know, March was a busy month and it ended with uh, a busy period going into April. So it's just, you know. It's just sometimes yeah. things just don't work out the right, way that you want to. And I love the name. It's just, it, well, you know, you, you can't change it now. So the last, the last show was March the 19th, 2021 again. So over um, almost a, essentially a month and a half ago, it's been a while since we did one of these shows. And for me, and I don't, you're probably just old enough, David, for me, it's a throwback to this week in baseball. I used to love watching that show with Mel Allen, you know, this week in baseball. So it's this week in carding. We're sticking with it. And Yes, it could be this month in carding, but we're gonna go. <laughs> it's 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 like our SNL skit. It's called this week in carding, but it's every month or That's something exactly like that. Right you know, yeah, and yeah. We, we make fools out of ourselves during the first segment because because of the time period between <laughs> right, the shows. Exactly. All right. Well, lots lots going on, of course, as we know over the last month. Uh, of course, one of the biggest things, David, just came down recently. Supercarts USA announcing a date change for the twenty fourth running of the super nationals. The event of course has been that it's been that weekend right before uh, American Thanksgiving, but the world series of poker taking over the facility, the Rio hotel for the entire month. Uh, so the event getting moved to December, the first to the fifth, first weekend is in December. Yeah. It, and obviously this is still due to COVID-19. Uh, you know, the, the world series of poker is a, is a, I want to say almost a two month long event that happens, uh, with at the Rio all suites hotel and casino. Uh, it's typically it wraps up just as we're getting ready to, uh, to visit Vegas, uh, in November. But obviously with things shifting due to COVID, this has shifted that event and now has shifted the Supercarts USA super nationals 24. Um, again, it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's good. It, the one good thing that I will say about the release is that they're hundred percent in, they're going to have an event no yeah. matter what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, there could still be some travel issues with, with international drivers. As again, that's something that's going to be, have to be looked at over the next four to five months, uh, as we move in closer to, to the, uh, December 
opening weekend of December. So, uh, <clears throat> they're hundred percent in, so they're going to have an event no matter what. And I think that's, that's key, uh, moving forward. Agreed. Seven months away. Let's hope that, uh, uh, vaccinations and everything that's happening can, can, uh, can get people back to normal. But again, as you said, David, uh, we'll see what happens in terms of travel restrictions, but they are having the race. That's fantastic. Number 24 going in the books. Uh, it will be, we're told the sole carding event at the Rio all suites hotel and casino this year, which would mean the rock, the Rio then would potentially, now we haven't any confirmation, but potentially could get moved to another facility. Yeah, um, Rock Up USA just posted something on social media stating uh, a new location, uh, same weekend, first weekend of November, but a new location, new racetrack, uh, a new host hotel. So I think Rock Vegas is going to be the new name of the event. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that that's going to be some news that'll be uh, breaking probably within the next week or so. Okay. Uh, obviously a positive to have the Super Nationals back once again. Uh, again, missing it last year. And that week before Thanksgiving, I was uh, I was just I was feeling feeling weird about it because I've of course announced all the races or been been part of the announcing team at all the races, uh, and to not uh, to not have that event, man, really really was weird. Uh, well, okay, go. I, you know, and I think with the date change, it helps kind of free up the schedule for international drivers if they're able to. Yeah, come you're over right because uh, you know you have the World Championships. I want to say the end of October, but you had a WSK event that was going to be scheduled right on top of the of the, uh, the annual date for the super nationals. So essentially the super nats now becomes the last event of the 2021 calendar. I think worldwide, maybe possibly when you look Ooh. at in terms of major like events around the world. So, uh, so, um, Oh, the, the world, uh, the only, the only downside is the, uh, the road tax grand finals are, I believe are on the same weekend. So oh, no. there is that, so yeah. there is that that's going to hurt some, obviously some of the, uh, the drivers who do earn tickets through that, uh, and they're able to compete in Bahrain. But uh, again, you know, the, the Rio facility was, you know, move, move their date. And it's, it's kind of the date that you're given and you don't want to get too close to uh, the Christmas break. Agreed. Sure. Agreed. Yeah. It's going to be colder too. That'll be one thing. It'll be chilly, chilly. Hopefully, hopefully Vegas will get a bit of a, a warm streak. Uh, during well, the I mean, it is a desert, you know, yeah. and <clears throat> Hold if, on. If, if the sun's shining, it's, it typically is warm when you're in Vegas. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, most, most most of us from the north, it'll still be like a vacation. That's true. That's true. Uh, where I was going with that from the beginning, obviously a positive, the Super Nats back. The negative in this particular start of the segment, uh, when we learned that, uh, that they were ceasing operations and actually shutting down and actually now digging up uh, the Ocala Grand Prix circuit in Ocala, Florida. That, uh, that track has been uh, kind of right as a, I want to say a foundation racetrack in Florida, part of the winters, all the winter series programs uh, for many, many years to over 20 years. Uh, but David, yeah, being told that I, I think, I, I think I was, I haven't seen any pictures, but I think I was told the track, they actually dug the track up like a week after the announcement. So Ocala is no more. Yeah. It's, it's kind of bittersweet. Uh, it, <clears throat> well, it's, you know, we, we kind of joke about, you know, the size of it being a small racetrack, but it produced a lot of great racing, but, uh, in terms of history, it produced a lot of great racers and a lot of great carters, yeah, um, right. you know, Ocala Grand Prix and George really put together a strong racing team, uh, through, you know, the early two, you know, late two thousands and, and earlier this, uh, this decade as well too, um, or the, really the last two decades, um, just, you know, you talk about, you know, when you look at road to Indy right now or guys who are in IndyCar kind of have gone through there. Yeah. Uh, you look at like a Spencer Piggott, um, Oliver Askew, 
uh, Kyle Kirkwood in the, in the road, road to Indy right now. Um, just, just the amount of, you know, Gary Carlton was part of it for a long time. And Ashley uh, Rojero. All the diff- Ashley Rojero, yeah. uh, just Morgan Healy, uh, Nick Nary, just, just a lot of names that have been part of it, you know, and all the wrenches that have, that have worked through there, uh, you know, that, that have, that called Ocala home at one yep. time, you know, Agreed. it's just, uh, it, it is bittersweet, but, uh, you know, life moves on. Uh, George has found a new direction to go with the property. And, um, you know, one thing that can be said is maybe this will help the other Florida racetracks kind of, uh, pick up their pace because George really, <laughs> That's true. George set the bar high for, uh, for karting in Florida, you know, with a lot of the, uh, international and national events coming there. And again, just the drivers and and staff that he was able to put through that through those doors. Yeah, I had a chance to race there early on. Uh, I think it was two thousand or two thousand and one when I when I did the, a shifter program uh, for myself uh, for Shifter Card Illustrated magazine. We have announced races there. You know, Scusa Winter Series, of first of all, Florida Winter Tours, Scusa Scusa program, stars of karting, so many different events ran at the Ocala Grand Prix, and again, uh, it's got a great history. Sad to see it go. Uh, again, being the, the land now being used for as a storage area right beside the uh, the flea market that's there, and you hate to see a track go to be a storage, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot going on in karting in Florida right now. We don't need to go into that now, but uh, I can I can understand. Uh, George Orlando just saying, hey, you know what? It's had a good run. Let's just yeah, move in a different direction that's not so time-consuming or, or maybe stressful. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, more, David? I heard, I heard a breath there. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, that's just kind of, you know, how businesses evolve. You know, it it is. It's just – it. It's I, I'm kind of upset because I didn't get to make laps on it. You yeah. You just mentioned that, and I'm like, man, yeah, you know what? I never got to drive a car around there. Yeah, the, the the one the other time I think the last time I drove it, uh, I drove and they had a they had the can Bill Bill Wright Florida Winter Tour had the Canada Cup where he oh, got yeah. he, yes. he was bringing all like all the Canadians came down to run the Honda four cycle engines uh, you know, yep. to do a four cycle class and I can't remember who somebody somebody had a cart for me to jump into and I think I can't even I can't remember whose it was I don't even remember. Uh, all I know for sure is that when I, it was a Burrell, the, the, the Burrell chassis had kind of the X bar in the middle. And, and I came, I think it was our, our Y30. I can't remember what it was called, but I know that Jim Russell Jr. was there and he said, I drove that car. And he goes, that's the worst go-kart I ever drove. <laughs> and it was, dude, it was a force. Like I could hardly turn the thing. I was so tired. Of the, I could hardly hold my head up by the end of the weekend. Was, was it, uh, was it Monteith or maybe Rissa racing? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure was, 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 was with Rissa racing or I can't, I can't remember who, who had the cart for me to drive? I can't even remember right now, the top of my head. I know I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that I wore Gary uh, Gary Osterholt suit or something like that. <laughs> Too, I can't remember. I, we're gonna go find a picture of that somewhere. Anyway, I was just gonna say that that's kind of like um, twins when you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Though. That's true. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little smaller than Gary. That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Uh, first, at least the, height wise. Yeah, that's easy, Tex. <laughs> First break of the action. We get back. We're going to talk a little about USAC karting. We're going to talk about the United States Karting Grand Prix. Talk a little Rotax as well. Stay with us, folks. More to come this edition of This Week in Karting. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process 
immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia-Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at RaceBriggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network and the EKN Podcast Program. Rob Howden alongside David Cole for a new edition of This Week in Karting. Episode number twenty, or rather thirty-three. It's April twenty-eighth. Uh, David, let's talk a little bit about the uh, USAC carding. I think everybody would love to hear potentially of a, a date for the battle at the Brickyard at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I just can't see that happening here for twenty twenty-one. But USAC does announce that the Thor Industries Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix is coming back. Yes, a a one-off event that is uh, certainly unique and special. Uh, for those in the Midwest area, uh, this was an event that was uh, that dates back into the uh, the eighties and nineties. Was super huge uh, back then, uh, gaining you know hundreds and hundreds of racers from around the country and around the world actually uh, joining there. Uh, so USAC's kind of I think they re rekindled this event probably want to say three years ago. Uh, again, not not the same actual layout that used to be run back in the day, but uh, again, getting carts out on the streets and uh, making it a festival-like event. Uh, that's something that uh, the city of Elkhart is getting behind and is is working alongside with uh, USAC Karting to uh, to make it you know something that is unique and uh, and special for carters. Uh, it is on the August 13 through 14 weekend, uh, and that includes actual night racing um, as they have. Uh, practice qualifying and special events on the Friday with uh, Saturday continuing with practice heat races and the main events as with the lights coming on uh, towards the end of the day. So uh, 
night racing in the streets, uh, something that is unique with karting. Yeah, I love it. I think it's just such a fantastic approach. Uh, again, you mentioned David, a ton of concerts going on, a cornhole tournament, plus all the racing. It's just, it's a, it's a little bit different approach, right? It's not just about the racing. It's about the kind of the event, the festival as a whole. I think, uh, I think it's something that I, I know, I know I want to get to the race one time. I, I can't this year, but man, I'm looking forward to, to one day being part of it. Yeah, unfortunately, it's scheduled the same weekend as the uh, Scusa Pro Tour Summer Nationals, so we'll both be there in Newcastle. So that is the only downfall, unfortunately. You know, the, when you're working with a city uh, and and racing on the city streets, you're kind of given the date and you have to roll with it. And USAC does that. And again, most of their effort is towards grassroots racers. You know, the, especially with the street racing that it is, uh, you get a lot of competitors from the Rock Island Grand Prix or Quincy Grand Prix. Uh, drivers from Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, all around, all around the Midwest. So, yeah. uh, uh, and hearing, you know, some racers from across the country are, are set to, uh, to contend this year. So we'll see, we'll see if that event with its comeback from the COVID-19 break, uh, is able to succeed again. Another new event getting, uh, debuted this year. It'll be July 23rd to 25th, the United States Karting Grand Prix in Utah Motorsports Campus up there uh, near Salt Lake City in Grantsville, Utah. Uh, David, this is another one of these crossover events. You know, we, we just talked about you being down at, uh, Charlotte for the WK Charlotte Karting Challenge with the sprint track, the road track, and the dirt track at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. This is essentially leveraging everything they have essentially at Utah Motorsports Campus. It'll be a full road race event and a full sprint event on the sprint track. Yeah, it's 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 and again another unique concept. Uh, you know, something we're seeing WK obviously uh, bank off of with the Daytona Kart Week and now the Charlotte Motor Speedway Karting Challenge. Uh, their WK is working with uh, a number of organizations, those along the East coast. And, uh, I believe tag USA from their, uh, Chicago base working together to put on this event. And again, kind of, again, a unique, a unique location where you actually have a sprint track and a road racing circuit in the, uh, in the, on the same facility. So, uh, something we want to see more of, you know, obviously cart tracks at these bigger facilities is, is certainly uh, gaining ground, gaining momentum uh, as they see karting as a as somewhat of a pathway to uh, you know get people yeah. more involved and and get it that firsthand take on uh, what karting or what racing is all about. So uh, um, this weekend or that weekend, uh, July twenty third through twenty second or twenty fifth, uh, is going to obviously have the two different programs. Sprint racing uh, will be spread over the three days. You have uh, three rounds of practice and qualifying on Friday. Uh, three rounds of heat races on Saturday with uh, the main events on Sunday. Uh, road racing, a very typical uh, road racing event where you practice by groups on Friday, and then you race uh, have two separate race days, one on Saturday with eight race groups and another on Sunday with eight different race groups as well, too. Yeah, they've got a couple of cool things going on as well. Uh, on the road racing side, they have the 2021 Supercart Shootout. If you're a fan of road racing or just karting, uh, Supercarts are damn cool. <laughs> they just are. Uh, three heat races and a main event. So a bit of a different approach for the Supercart guys. Uh, instead of running like a long 45-minute race, three heat races and a main event uh, to award the number one plate as well. Uh, $2,500 uh, for the win, 1000 for second, 500 for third. You know, Dave, hopefully it'll, it'll start drawing the supercarts from all over the country because there's lots out there. But if this event is able to draw guys from the West Coast and the East Coast, it could be the biggest supercart race of the year. Yeah, and it's been held there before uh, in, in the previous 
kind of event that's uh, that was held at Utah Motorsports or what was Miller Motorsports Park back at the time. Um, so supercarts aren't are very familiar with this racetrack when, but there's a number of new racers and new competitors in that in that uh, category that uh, probably haven't been to Utah. So hopefully we'll get guys from the East Coast, guys from the West Coast, all getting together and uh, competing in that. And talk a little bit about the Tilson T225 four-cycle class program too. <clears throat> that Yes, that's geared towards the, obviously, the sprint track. Uh, the T225 uh, engine package is, uh, is something that they're, they're trying to uh, grow within the United States. Uh, kind of a spec package with uh, both the chassis and the engine. Uh, they're doing a, a, a class there on the sprint side of things where the winner is actually going to get a $1,500 payday along with a ticket to the Tillotson T4 World Cup, which will be held in Europe this September. Uh, the ticket includes, obviously, a uh, T4 cart and engine package along with practice and race tires that go along with the entry fee to the event. So uh, a chance for somebody to uh, to race uh, internationally uh, after winning at uh, the United States Karting Grand Prix. Yeah, pretty cool deal. Uh, let's move uh, and switch gears, David, and talk about Rotax. Uh, the Race Rotax USA program announcing the Rotax Trophy West Series. Uh, a couple of races, one in August, one in October. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, the, the startup uh, from what they uh, developed last year with the Rotax Trophy East program uh, that was kind of like based in the New York area. Uh, they were, uh, I believe last year was three races after the COVID-19 pandemic this year, they're doing four. So now they've kind of taken that, uh, and car, car kind of carbon copied it over to the West coast. And right now they have two facilities that are going to be hosting events. Uh, August 27th through the 29th will be at the grand junction motor speedway in grand junction, Colorado, followed up on October 1st through the third at the Phoenix cart racing association in Glendale, Arizona. Yeah, basic deal. Practice on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday will be racing. They'll stick with the one engine per competitor. And what I like, one set of tires, David, as well, from qualifying through to the final race. So tire management, definitely a key, uh, both at Grand Junction and at Phoenix for this Trophy Series West. Yeah, again, Rotax is trying to build, establish that uh, that base level uh, with the Rotax program. Certainly, uh, we've talked about it many, many different podcasts before. And uh, doing this West and East programs are certainly going to do it. And one good thing about both of these programs is that they're open to international drivers. So drivers are able to come and compete from any country, you know, be it Canada or Mexico or anywhere else, because uh, tickets for the 2021 Rotax Grand Finals are going to be awarded to series champions. So uh, uh, that is where majority of our Team USA members are going to come from or from the uh, Rotax Trophy East and Rotax Trophy West programs. So again, a very crucial part to uh, to what uh, we hope to continue seeing uh, good success at the uh, Rotax Grand Finals for Team USA. Uh, time for another quick break here on this edition of This Week in Karting. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about some Wisconsin programs coming up. Uh, we'll talk Pacific Northwest. We'll talk Buckeye Karting Challenge. And we also got uh, a staff uh, announcement as well coming from GFC Karting. So stay tuned. More to come. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, 
Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and Drive services, kart preparation and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market, but when you're carting to win, it boils down to one thing, you, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Alan Rudolph with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 33 of This Week in Karting. It's April the 28th, 2021. David, let's get started here. We got a, an email landed uh, at our desk about the 2021 Cheesehead Challenge Wisconsin State Championship. Uh, I love the fact that uh, we're, we're not backing away from, from the nickname, the Cheeseheads, and uh, cool to see a, kind of a, a state championship for Wisconsin. Yeah, these next two topics that we're going to be covering are kind of like the Operation Grassroots area. Yeah. That, you know, we've uh, you know we've been kind of helping to uh, to build and and continue because again, the base of the sport is where we need to see our growth and and this is something new and unique. Um, maybe not necessarily new, but uh, new for for those in Wisconsin. A little uh, uh, cooperation between two racetracks. You got the SeaTech Manufacturing Motorplex at Road America and Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, along with the uh, Badger Kart Club's home track of the Wolf Paving Raceway in Dallasman, Wisconsin, decide to uh, to hold two events uh, during the summer to kind of you know put a little state championship together. Uh, May 14th through the 16th, they'll be at Road America, followed by August 6th through the 8th at the uh, at Dallasman facility. So uh, the focus, again, grassroots, 100cc senior, masters, and juniors, Briggs 206 senior, junior, sportsman, and cadet. You add in a Mini Swift and Yamaha Super Can, and that's your uh, that's your categories for the program. 
Well, David, and the, the cool thing about this is obviously bringing together those two facilities that, that are you know have have solid club programs, uh, but also there's, there's kind of a focus on the reason with with, with the, the funds that they make, the profit they make from the series going actually to the track, right? Yeah, they're they're talking about the uh, yeah all the funds from the program going towards uh, a repaving of the Badger Cart Club track, uh, Wolf Paving Raceway. So uh, again, that that's uh, you know clubs aren't are not here to. Uh, to make lots of money because it goes right back into, into the program, into the facility or back to, uh, to the racers in the banquet. So again, that's what, uh, this program's kind of focused around. Uh, you can find out more information and you go to the, uh, badgercartclub.com website slash cheesehead dash challenge. So there's a link there on their main menu to be able to find out more information about it. Yeah, David's talking about these kind of Operation Grassroots programs that are really at the foundation of our sport. If you look at the sport as a pyramid, you know, you know, we do focus a lot on the national level racing. But if you think about it, if there's 500 people that race nationally and 15,000 potentially that race throughout the that throughout the country, that very top tip of the pyramid is such a tiny little like three percent of the program, whereas the that bottom rung of that that bottom of base that foundation of the pyramid is really uh where all the racers are and this is our operation grassroots program and david this program of course in wisconsin kind of the same thing happened out in the pacific northwest with the northwest border war challenge that got established for drivers in the briggs and stratton 206 program it's really cool it's oregon it's idaho it's washington three different races all focused around the briggs 206 program bottom line is i love seeing tracks work together that's that's the main element in this program because it is the tracks working together because it's not just new events that they're adding. It's actual club events that they're using for this three event uh, challenge that has been established uh, May 1st through the 2nd at Pat's Acres Racing Complex in Canby, Oregon, September 11th through the 12th at Cart, Idaho in Eagle, Idaho, and October 24th at Pacific Grand Prix in Kent, Washington. So this one's a little bit different though because it's state versus state. That's kind of the uh, the border war part of the like uh, of the challenge, yeah. where drivers are actually earning points for their home track or slash state. So those from the Pat's Acres or Oregon, uh, state of Oregon, are 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 gaining points for that state. Those from Idaho gaining points for Idaho. Those I from like Washington it. gaining points for Washington. So at the end, they'll collect all the points. Uh, for the respective uh, classes and, and states and uh, be able to award the trophy to either the facility and state uh, for winning the uh, the Northwest Border War Challenge. I love it. I think that's such a cool approach, something a little bit different and, and good, good on them. Uh, speaking of Operation Grassroots, David, one of the series that kind of came to our attention over the last couple of years and, man, has really, really grown and is, is just absolutely a solid uh, foundation program in the Ohio area, the Buckeye Karting Challenge. Uh, super great program, but cool to see them extend their partnership agreement with Klotz, another one of the legendary names in, in motorsports over the last number of years. I remember racing, I, I ran Klotz for a number of years when I was doing my four cycle racing in Canada, uh, Klotz Oils. Uh, they extend it, David, as the title sponsor of the series through 2025. I, re- I remember using it uh, to mix with the two cycle fuel. Uh, back in the day with the Yamahas and everything else like that. I was, so, listen, uh, I was actually on a, my cart was actually on a, a Klotz pa- a pamphlet in like 1997, I think, 96 or 97. Well, you're a superstar, aren't you? You're huge, right? Like, <laughs> man, big, big time. 
<laughs> you are big time. Uh, yeah. So uh, again, Buckeye carding challenge, as you said, is uh, really gaining momentum over the last few years. Uh, a lot of drivers from the state of Ohio have have, have uh, joined up to this program. Again, all car, all racing at uh, facilities in the state of Ohio. And Klotz is, uh, has been a partner since since I think that began I think so, a few yeah. years back and have extended their uh, their title sponsorship through 2025. So they're certainly behind the program. And they're also supplying four-cycle fuel so, uh, in 2021. So the actual uh, Klotz four-cycle fuel will be the spec fuel for all Briggs 206 classes uh, this season. And Klotz will have representatives there to uh, provide technical assistance or or just uh, along with product as well for at all the events this year. And the program kicks off on May 15th through the 16th at G&J Cartway in Camden, Ohio. Uh, mentioned before we went to break that we also had a bit of a staff announcement. Uh, you know, one of the one of the programs, the, the team slash a brand slash companies that's really been growing big time over the last couple of years. And it's been really fun to watch because we, we of course have watched the, uh, the benefactor, the name of the guy, uh, Gary Carlton. We've watched him for many, many years come up through the ranks and, and be such a star over in Europe. Really one of the legends in our sport, to be honest, uh, Gary and GFC Carding naming Sonny Cervelli as director of operations. David, that, that, that this program is growing and, you know, uh, we watch them on social media. They're constantly bringing new, more carts in, selling more carts. Every race we go to, there's more GFCs out there. Cool to see the growth with Gary saying, you know what, I need someone to, to in the right position here and moving uh, Cerevelli to director of operations. Yeah, and and it still hasn't been three years since uh, Gary Carlton launched the GFC brand. That's crazy. Uh, I think it's at about two and a half years right now, and it's certainly – uh, growing to the point where Kiri can't do everything. He's got to he's got to establish a bit of a staff to kind of help uh, guide the uh, the uh, the brand and the race team to a, a, a new level, an expanded level. And I think that's why he's brought on Sonny as the director of operations. So uh, Sonny's going to essentially be kind of the, the 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 man helping to expand, continue expand the brand. You know, working with the dealers from coast to coast, but also a very key role in uh, in the race team that uh, they've established. You know, they have the young driver development program that they have going on. They also work with uh, uh, the Formula Works program down in Southern California. They have a big team there, so I'm, I'm sure Sonny is part of that as well too. And again, just working with the dealers and uh, and, and customers across the country. So, uh, uh, you know, it's certainly you know when you add somebody like you know, when you add a director of operations, that means the program is certainly growing and growing and growing. Uh, again, uh, Sonny, one of the original GFC drivers, worked with Oliver Askew as well at the Rock the Rio, uh, along with another a lot of other drivers in recent years under the tent. Uh, David, let me let me ask you this because you know you've been in this, you've been with me for sixteen years now. You start feeling a little bit older when a guy that you covered in Tag Cadet is now running a running a, a, a team as a director of operations because we've been we've been covering uh, Sonny Sorelli since he was a Tag Cadet racer. Yeah, you didn't have to say Tag Cadet. I remember him in Tag Junior. I don't want to remember him in Tag Cadet. But, um, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I was I'm I feel old already because you know as uh, we already mentioned the word like a Spencer Piggott and Oliver Askew. Yes, those you know Kyle Kirkwood. I remember him when he was a little little yeah. tyke running around. You know, making AJ Allmendinger's day a little bit hectic <laughs> back in and Tim Pappas and all those guys. Um, yeah, I am old, so uh, I've I've got, gotten to the fact of that. My son's thirteen, so yeah, he's 
he's only, you know, what, two, two years away from driving a car. That, that makes me feel old. Yes. One more break of the action, folks. When we come back, we're just going to wrap up everything that we've had on eCard News last little bit. We'll talk about the podcasts that are available for you to download if you haven't already. David will let you know what he's going to be playing on EKN Radio Network over the next uh, couple of days, and we'll tell you what's coming up in terms of EKN Live. Stay with us. We'll wrap things up on This Week in Carding after this break. In carding, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Carding Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Carding Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private, one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Carding Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, Let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport, to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to This Weekend Carding, episode number 33, April 28, 2021. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Uh, David, a lot of stuff going up. Uh, original editorial on EKN. Uh, give us a run-through of all the stuff that we cranked out. Well, let's begin. I, I think I mentioned this in the last This Week in Carding, but I'll, I'll say it again. Our February driver of the month, Connor Zillage. I believe that came out as we recorded uh, the last, uh, this week in carding, but we'll, we'll mention again, again, after a solid month of February month of, uh, March though, is uh Jeremy Fletcher. That's our driver of the month for this month or for that month, uh, with his victory victories, multiple victories at the United States pro cart series and victories at the Supercarts pro yeah. tour winter national. So, uh, this year's looking good. A lot of drivers are stepping up and, and gaining a number of victories. Cause I think March had, we had like maybe 
eight honorable mention drivers. So, yeah, and again, a busy month of racing, but uh, a number of drivers putting in uh, strong performances. Uh, a lot of race coverage as well. Of course, David was trackside at the Challenge of the Americas out in Sonoma, the finale. Uh, I was at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals, so lots of race coverage there. And, and we weren't trackside for everything, but we still cranked out a bunch of race reports for you, David. The uh, Texas uh, Sprint Racing Series, their winter warm-up race at NOLA. Uh, the Route 66 Sprint Series at Newcastle, which is, of course, was the uh, kind of warm-up for the event as well, copying this weekend of the USPKS. You also cranked out uh, uh, reports for the Stars Championship opener and the Texas Sprint Racing Series Spring Roundup at NTK. Lots of race reports on the site. Yeah, a lot of racing over the last, as you said, month and a half since our last show. Uh, so that's kind of kept us busy doing that, uh, as well as as uh, Trackside Live that we that we've been doing, uh, and, and then Trackside coverage. We also did the uh, the WKA Charlotte Motor Speedway Karting Challenge. Uh, with the uh, the Vega Road Racing Series, that is also up on the uh, on the website as well. Uh, we did our first uh, launch of the ECAN Driver Rankings on April second, twenty twenty one, for shifter cart and tag racing. AJ Myers remains the number one in shifter cart standings with Ryan Norberg now the new number one yeah, in tag competition. Uh, a lot of debate about him being number one, and again. It's not just the 2021 races. It's the 12-month period. I got to remind everybody about That's that it. because that was the big complaint. Like, well, why is Connor Zillage not number one? Well, because he just started racing. And Ryan Norberg has all those pro tour races from last year uh, that are still in that 12-month calendar period. So... I think by the time we get to August and September, that's when we're going to kind of really see who really is the standout for that's the it. 2021 season. So yeah, again, just with, and yeah, say it again. It's it, the rankings are a sliding 12 month scale. It's what you've done, the body of work over the last 12 months, and we take your best seven races. So that that's not, the thing. Yeah, we're not going to call it the driver rankings 12 months. It's just too long. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh, I was actually able to sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one interview with Alan Bird from the Alan Bird Racing Schools. That was a really cool interview. This is the guy that uh, uh, really took his career into his own hands, ended up uh, winning a bunch of races, uh, did F3 and battled against Ayrton Senna and Martin Brundle, and then went and ran Formula One for Acela. Uh, starts his own racing team, a racing school rather, had, had a team, then started the racing school, the Allenberg Racing Schools, which is now at WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca. And it was, you know, obviously it's a great school for anybody tr wanting to go from, from carts to cars. Obviously, Allen's school is fantastic. You get to race at Laguna, which is awesome. But he's also a karting dad too, right, David? So to be able to ask those kind of questions uh, about, you know, how he's dealt with his son as well, I thought, I thought it was a really good one-on-one. -on -one. I enjoyed it. A lot of information to uh, to digest that uh, he provided throughout the interview, and again, just just the racing resume, I wasn't uh, aware of. I knew obviously he had the the Formula One experience and it was there, but uh, just just the diversity that he has uh, in a background of racing, so uh, certainly uh, helps uh, back up uh, the uh, the school and what he does as an educator. But as you said, now transitioning to yeah. uh, a racing dad and uh, has been doing a great job with with Alex in that right. Last but not least, and on a sad note, uh, I hate when I have to do this, but I had to write an, an obituary for John Motley, a longtime Supercarts USA National Tech Director, was part of the IKF as well, uh, you know, an industry member with his own team, Race Card Engineering. Uh, John passed away earlier this year, and uh, again, we, uh, we, we say goodbye to John, good friend of ours, and uh, had a lot of fun with him uh, throughout the years. 
Uh, David, ECAN podcast review. A lot of shows uh, getting put up in our, in our podcast program since our last uh, This Week in Carding. All available, of course, on ECAN or through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, whatever it may be. All the podcast outlets. Give us a lineup of all the stuff that's now available. Well, of course, you can get the last edition of This Week in Carding, episode 32 from March 19th. If you haven't downloaded it, get to it now uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we also have the outlap and debrief, debrief for all three of the latest uh, trackside coverages. Challenge of the Americas at Sonoma, the Supercars USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals, along with the WKA Charlotte Motor Speedway Karting Challenge. So outlap and debrief for all three of those events. We're almost at 80 debriefs. We're, uh, we're yeah. almost there. We wow. got uh, this next week. We're going to get our 80th episode of that. Lots coming. Uh, I've got a couple of interviews coming up as well. Face-to-face shows that'll be on YouTube. Then, of course, turned into a podcast after that. Going to talk to Brittany Lobaugh from the Texas Sprint Racing Series. We're going to chat with Joe Janowski uh, from the Stars Championship. We'll definitely sit down with Terry Trader from the Quincy Grand Prix. That event back after a year's hiatus again. A lot of great content coming out on both our YouTube channel and, of course, the ECAN Radio Network. Uh, Dave, what do, you, what do you got lined up? I know you're... I, I, I tell people all the time how... In the 16 years of what you've done, like me over the 25 years of my uh, time in the sport, how much what I do on a regular basis has changed, right? Like I used to I used to go to these races, not do anything at the race, but announce them and, and remember the, what happened, then go back and write the articles to go into the magazine, Shift to Card Illustrated, Super Card Illustrated. Now everything's so immediate that not only are you, do you manage the website, do all the track side, but you're essentially uh, a radio station manager as well. <laughs> Because you got to you got to set all the uh, uh, the schedule for everything that goes out on the ECAN radio network. Well, I am the ass behind the glass. That's uh, it. So I do take care of all the production of all the podcasts and most most of the face to face programs and any any anything digital or audio that we produce. Uh, I am the ass behind the glass. Yeah, hey, hey, Dave. Just just in case anybody thinks like Wyatt Lloyd, this is your full time job. <laughs> I. <laughs> somebody, so somebody asked me about that. Uh, uh, this th- when I was at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, I forgot who asked me that. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Did, it, did somebody ask you what you do full time? No, it wasn't that. It was like this: you do this full time, don't you? Yeah. Or, or is this what you do full time? I'm like, it's yes. A, this is. Yeah. This is. Well, what do you do actually? Yeah. I mean, it's forty it's, exactly. Yeah, forty hours a week and nineteen weekends a year. Yeah, it's full time. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, yes. It, so, what do we got going? What are you playing on the network? Uh, right now, playing right now as we speak, the outlap for the United States Pro Kart Series Heartland Grand Prix event. Uh, so, get uh, the tidbits and who we think are going to be among the front runners uh, playing right now on the ECAN radio. Uh, this week, this episode of This Week in Karting, or This Month in Karting, mm-hmm. uh, will be playing on the radio tomorrow, which will be April 29th. It'll be playing uh, all day. And we'll also have some uh, some recent podcasts and other shows uh, playing over the weekend as we do our trackside live coverage. One quick thing to mention to everybody as well, as you know, we're we're obviously always expanding where that we put our content. We've been doing a lot of stuff on YouTube. That's where we do our face to face live shows. A lot of our shows are live on YouTube. We take that content and then go to podcasts. Uh, and you know, if you want to if you want to go back and listen to some of the old races as well, David's starting to putting those up now. Uh, so if you know, let's say you missed the Scuso Winter Series or, or Internationals at NOLA or the, the Challenge of the Americas at Sonoma, and you want to go back and listen to all the action from our Ecan Trackside Live, those are all available on YouTube as well. We'll push that out on uh, 
uh, on our email bulletin too, the EK Nation email bulletin. But uh, we're putting a lot of content on YouTube for those that uh, that like the YouTube platform as well. Yeah, okay. some do, some don't. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I like. I, I'm glad we're not doing this week in carding face in, in, in a face to face <laughs> atmosphere. I just I was not ready. Okay, My hair is not done. You know, I'm I know, just, I know. just not ready. <laughs> I know. We need, to, we need to get you into the salon again to get those frosted tips back. So That's right. Uh, uh, the right, Alan so Rudolph frosted tips. Come on. There now. it is. There it is. So let's uh, let's wrap things up here, folks. Uh, what's coming up on EKN? Well, uh, a couple of EKN Trackside Live events. David, of course, it's Wednesday right now, uh, April 28th. He's going to be hitting the road Friday morning, Dave. Is when you're heading to Newcastle? Are you going to go... Friday morning, yes. Friday morning. Early Friday morning, head down to Newcastle Motorsports Park, get to uh, take in rounds three and four and provide live coverage all weekend long with Tim Coyne on the mic and Allie Long on the on the switches for scoring. Of, yeah, of the U- <laughs> of the United States Pro Card Series. I hadn't yes. mentioned what it was yet. So April 30th to May 2nd, United States Pro Card Series, Newcastle Motorsports Park this coming weekend, Trackside Live, of course, all the coverage. And then another about two weeks down the line, David and I will reunite uh, back at Utah Motorsports Campus out in Grantsville uh, for the third and fourth rounds of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. It'll be the Spring Nationals, May the 21st to the 23rd. Love getting out to Utah. Really looking forward uh, to that event. Do we remember last time we were there, we had a fantastic burger. We all went out for burgers that one night. We got, I'm going to, I'm going to source out another burger place because we got to, uh, we got to have another good one, I think. Yeah. That was right by the, uh, the ballpark. That's it. Uh, that yeah. was, uh, actual, uh, oh man, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Brandon from, uh, RPG that, uh, was his home bar. He like literally is a couple blocks away. So, uh, uh, and M squared. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a good one. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to research, but, uh, yeah, that weekend is going to be, uh, two, re- two, uh, two versions of reuniting me and you reuniting and me and in and out burger. Reuniting. That's very true. And just to remember, they did the place we went was called lucky 13, lucky 13, correct. Lucky 13. Yeah. It was the burger place we went to. We'll definitely go to another one for sure there, but yeah, we'll be back. Dave will get reunited with, uh, sadly the plainest burger you could possibly get from in and out like folks if you're an in and out fan it's obviously double double right animal style i bang a little chopped chilies in there some sometime david cole is literally triple meat mustard and ketchup it blows me away but dude you love it so it's good for you it, you like what you like that's you I like mean, that's all i can like. say and I, a little, nothing wrong with a little bun and meat all right that's very true all right folks we're done uh, again follow us on all our social media channels uh facebook twitter instagram we're very active on all three of those platforms and if you haven't subscribed to our youtube channel please do that get over there uh david's posting onboard shots from all the events we're at we're of course doing face-to-face shows so there's gonna be a lot of stuff that we're gonna be doing uh on youtube it's gonna be one of our primary platforms over the next uh you know w- one to two years whatever we'll, get, we'll keep evolving Uh, But yeah, we're using a lot of YouTube. So make sure you go over and and subscribe there. Otherwise, we are done with this edition of This Weekend Carding. Thank you so much for joining us. Big shout out to A-Max Racing being our presenting sponsor of the show. Great to have them on board as a a valued partner of eCardingNews.com. We're done. David's heading to USPKS Newcastle this weekend. We're back racing again, EKN Trackside Live. Thank you so much for joining us, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now. (laughs)